seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 19th of January, and it's National Popcorn Day. And a big happy birthday to Dolly Parton, Simon Rattle, Dennis Taylor, and Jensen Button. The Tory party party row shows no sign of ending, as Sue Gray works on that famous report. The ever-helpful Dominic Barnard Castle Cummings has offered to testify now too. And as the saga drags on, maybe it wasn't the best idea to send Deputy Prime Minister Dominic out of office, Rob, to defend the party on Kay Burley's Sky News show. I mean, there was the speculation that the 20th of May party was held uh, in my honour to thank me. Um, it was just ridiculous. Was it? No, of course not. Ridiculous. So I it wasn't. was a party on the 20th no, exactly. of May then? It, no, exactly. You referred to it as the 20th no, no, of May no, no, no. party? No, no, no. This is the claim that was made. And it was nonsense. what you just said. It, it was nonsense. Then finally, Boris surfaced to repeat a mumbled apology and explain as the guy who made the rules that no one told him about the rules. I carry full responsibility for, for what took place, but nobody told me, I can absolutely, I'm absolutely categorical, nobody said to me, this is an event that is against the rules, uh, that is in breach of uh, what we're asking everybody else to do, uh, should not go ahead. Labour's deputy leader Angela Rayner, much like the rest of the country, has had enough and says it's time the Tory party took action. It's clear that it was a party. It's clear that Boris Johnson was in attendance. He stayed for 25 minutes or more. He knows that it shouldn't have happened. I think his apology now is that he's sorry he's got caught. I think it's unacceptable that Conservative MPs are still keeping him in power now as well, when clearly he's lost the confidence of the British people. The almost invisible Chancellor of the Exchequer, Rishi Sunak, appeared on Tuesday. He popped up to talk about inflation and the risks attached to looming energy price rises. But of course we are seeing challenges with inflation, but we are taking action to support people best we can. That's why, for example, the national living wage is going up, putting an extra £1,000 in people's pockets uh, when it does. Not surprisingly, though, the questions didn't end there, and he found himself being dragged into the Tory party parties and whether Boris lied to Parliament. I'm not going to get into hypothetical. The ministerial code is, is clear on these matters. But as you know, Sue Gray is conducting an inquiry into the situation. I think it's right that we allow her to conclude that job. And with that, he was gone before the sound guy even had a chance to undo his mic. Maybe there's a party going on somewhere. The tensions between Ukraine and Russia continue to escalate as the Russian troop and military hardware buildup accelerates along the Ukrainian border, ostensibly for military exercises in Belarus. US Secretary of Defence Antony Blinken is heading to Geneva for talks with Russia on Friday and the UK is to supply anti-tank weapons to aid the Ukrainian self-defence efforts. Ukraine's ambassador to the UK, Vadim Pristek, says the biggest issue for his country is that they remain isolated in the face of Russian aggression. We're not a member of NATO. This is the biggest problem we face right now. So now we're not a part of the family and we are facing the biggest army in Europe by ourselves. With assistance, with some additional rockets and some additional training, but still there were so inequality here in the forces, in the number of troops and uh, I don't know, rockets, planes, helicopters, everything. The world of gaming was in shock yesterday as Microsoft swooped in to buy major games company Activision Blizzard. They're the company behind games like World of Warcraft, Call of Duty and good old Candy Crush. In fact, they've over 400 million active players in 190 countries. I guess that's why Microsoft are paying close to $70 billion for the company, which may well end up folded into Microsoft's Xbox platform. 
Microsoft Gaming CEO Phil Spencer seems pretty enthused in a corporate speak kind of way. When this transaction closes, Microsoft Gaming will be the world's number three gaming company by revenue behind Tencent and Sony. We believe that Microsoft and our team are uniquely positioned with the technical capability, financial capacity, creative vision, and the gaming track record required to deliver a truly global interactive entertainment ecosystem. Still to come on the Smart 7, Marvel's brand new series Moon Knight and Stephen Knight talks Peaky Blinders right after this. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. Welcome back. There was only one game in the Premier League last night as Brighton took on Chelsea. The game ended one all, which leaves Chelsea in third position, 12 points behind leaders Man City. And after all the Novaks fuss last week, the tennis has finally gone on underway at the Australian Open. And it was a good day for the Brits with Andy Murray, Dan Evans, Heather Watson and Emma Raducanu all through to the second round. Emma was competing for her first time as a professional in this competition and she took on fellow Grand Slam champion American Sloane Stephens. The game finished 2-1 to Raducanu and she was delighted. Both me and Sloane like really put everything out there and uh, gave it all we had and I thought it was a really high quality match with some very long rallies so I'm very happy to have come through against such a great champion like her. The new series of Peaky Blinders, the sixth and final one, is on the way. It's due to hit BBC screens in February and looks like it's going to be a pretty dramatic finale. Creator Stephen Knight was on BBC Breakfast as he opened a new stage show inspired by the series in Birmingham. He says when it comes to Killian Murphy and the crew, it's going to be a wild ride. It's expect the unexpected, as usual. We all think it's the best yet. We would say that, I suppose. But it really does seem to have moved to a new level. Tommy, poor Tommy, is up against all kinds of enemies, some of them from inside his own head. But the idea of the whole series was to find out if Tommy Shelby can be redeemed. And the question will be answered in this series. Uh, Attention, you might have to clear some space in your favourite superhero folder because Moon Knight is on the way. It's a brand new Marvel series with Oscar Isaacs playing Mark Spector, a former mercenary who's developed mysterious powers courtesy of the Egyptian moon god Khonshu. It hits Disney Plus on March the 30th. I think I'm losing it. We'll catch you on. You're bloody useless. Stevie. Steven. I can't tell the difference between life and dreams. It must be very difficult. The voice in your head. 